Education Conversation. I'm your host, Kara Goodwin, and I'm here with Michael Massey. Hi, Michael. Hi, Kara. Hi, everyone. So, it's post-solstice post now. Post-solstice. Summer solstice for, for us. And uh, the last time that you and I recorded was pre-solstice. Yes. Yes, just a couple of days before. Right. And now we're we're a few days after. We're good. It's been a good week since the solstice. Yes, it's been a it's been a good millennium. <laughs> yeah. This past week, this uh, this thousand years has just been <laughs> right. Really spectacular in a lot of ways. Mhm. Yeah, for you too. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so you had been seeing in the field for a while that the solstice was going to be key. It was going to be a really important time. Mm-hmm. And it seemed to deliver. It seemed to. It did for me. Did it do did it oh, yeah. for you? Yeah. 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 Um, and uh, hopefully for some, some of the rest of you out there as well, um, mm-hmm. we're able to have... Um, um, you know, meaningful or significant uh, solstice. Um, so now, just to recap, just a little bit, uh, we had kind of we had s- gone separate ways. Mm-hmm. I went out to Asheville, North Carolina area, to the Healing Water as Healing Waters Wilderness Retreat Center. Mm-hmm. Um, that sounds amazing. Which it really was. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And you had gone off to the Twin Ray Retreat Center out in uh, outside of Ashland, mm-hmm. Oregon. Yes. Yes. So, um, and now we both respectively arrived there Saturday, mm-hmm. um, leading into that the solstice, which was a. Uh, Sunday or Father's Day, right? Mm-hmm. Um, now, what? Uh, let's see here. Now, what, what can you share about your particular solstice? That in that particular day, did anything significant happen? And and for those out here, these these um, uh, alignments when they happen, whether they're full moon solstices, you know these planetary type alignments uh, there's a window mm-hmm. around each one so it's not like at the precise minute of the of the, the solstice alignment or whatever that there's necessarily a big a big bang that happens um, they can the anywhere before or after generally and the, the bigger the uh, alignment or the more significant the alignment then the, the bigger the window can be Mm-hmm. Right. So we're really kind of dealing with really kind of a week before to a week after kind of window around this yeah. solstice. Yeah. So, uh, but do you want to, anything you want to share about, let's say your, your, your initial foray into yeah. this, uh, this twin ray experience? Well, it's a great question. And just like how you teed it up with, you know, this millennium <laughs> that we've had in one week 
I mean, that's such a great way to say it because I there was so much depth to my retreat experience and so many gems. I mean, the community of people who were there were fantastic. It was one of those things where you where I arrived and and a lot of people expressed this who were there, but I mean, I'd never been there. I'd never really been with that community. Um, I mean, I, I have taken like online webinars and stuff where you're kind of commenting at the same time, but I didn't really know anybody. I didn't know anybody. Um, and I, I just felt like I, I mean, people looked familiar to, but not where they look. Oh, that looks like, I mean, there were a couple people who looked like people who I could pinpoint like, Oh, that person looks like Megan or, you know, whatever. Um, but they just looked familiar and they felt familiar and it just felt like I was, you know, I knew I had a feeling that when I went there, I would find my people, you know, it was like, I got there. I knew, I knew before I even got there, I would, they'll be my people, you know, mm-hmm. um, meaning just that I will be able to be my true self and, you know, we'll have similar interests and things. Um, but I, so it was kind of just right away where you, you know, you're, it's a little bit overwhelming because you, I have no idea what I, what I am in for, you know, and, um, but fast friends and, you know, beautiful hearts, people were so welcoming and there were, there were several people, many people there who had been on all the retreats with Twin Ray. So I think this was their fifth or sixth retreat. And there were a few people who had been to every single one. And then there were lots of people who were brand new like me. Okay. So, um, and so I think the biggest share that I have, like the most impactful um, experience that I had while I was there uh, well, that's really hard because as soon as I say that, then another one pops into my mind. But but one that was really around the solstice because this happened on Monday, um, they they do ceremonies. So I w- we were in ceremony and you're kind of um, seeing, you know, you're exp- there's a lot of music and we have like blindfolds on and... Um, and so I was experiencing these visions, and I um, there was really profound music coming on, and and the the girl that that was next to me, we had become like immediate friends as soon as we met each other. It was like we were both moms, we were both similar ages. I mean, actually, I was a few years older than her, but. Let's not split hairs here. <laughs> you know, we, we, there were a lot of people who were, you know, their kids were no longer, you know, living at home and things like that. But she had four kids and, um, and you know, still had children at home and stuff. So we, we were similar in that respect as well. And we were next to each other. And she was going through some, uh, some difficulties with, with the ceremony. And um, so Shakina came and was working with her and um and while she was working with her through the music and everything and through her energy she also put her hand on my high heart and when she did that I was like um I mean it felt amazing right away it was like oh 
you know, just like Mm -hmm. this, it just Mm -hmm. felt so beautiful, but she kept her hand there. And, you know, you get that immediate response. And I thought like that was what was, you know, gonna, that that was going to be it. And it was going to be beautiful, but you know, it would just be kind of, that was it. Well, then I started experiencing these like flowers, like these tall, tall green flowers growing from my heart through like her, her connection, growing, growing, growing. And then like looking down onto my friend who was next to me while Shakina was working with her because Shakina was also singing to her and she has the most angelic voice. It's amazing. But, um, it was kind of like sending love and kind of being, there was a lot of support for her there. And it was just sort of like adding to that support. And then, so I, I experienced that for a little while and then I kind of came back to myself in my own alignment and kind of, you know, came back to center and boom, my high heart just opened. I mean, and Shakina still had her hand on me and was still like mostly working on my friend, but like still would manage to, to, um, multitask. And, and so like, I just started feeling this, like, um, like my, I can't remember, my awareness just kept going up and like I could feel um, this rise and rise and rise from the, the high heart and then just all these like bubbles started, it just started bubbling and opening and it was flowering and blossoming and I was like, oh, there's my high heart <laughs> and, and it was beautiful, it was so, so amazing and um, and then um, it, it was, it was an incredible few moments. I mean, it, it lasted for a little while. I don't know how long, but, um, and then Shakina left, uh, well, I mean, she, she was working on other people and ultimately like I was having more and more visuals. And then, um, I started eventually I experienced like a golden, realm and there were all these like golden baubles like balls bubbles did, did you say baubles baubles like as in balls and bubbles yes like bubble Bub- balls bubble balls but kind of like christmas ornament sort of but bit, okay. you know bit, yeah, kind yeah. of like big baubles that are golden and i was just in this golden realm uh-huh. and then um I could hear the people in the room who were going through some really difficult things, you know, they were crying or, um, and so we were all experiencing it together, but we were all having our own, our own experiences as well. And, um, I suddenly like was able to send these baubles because I could also see Sananda and Shakina working with so I could hear everybody I could hear the yeah, you're blindfolded I'm right? blindfolded okay. but I could see uh, in my mind that Sananda and Shakina were helping everybody and I could kind of just see them like going around and working the energy and in healing and 
Um, and it was like in my, in this realm, I could send these baubles to them and say like, okay, here, here's more light. Here's more light. Like use this and help all of us, you know? And so it was, but, and, and so it was this amazing opportunity to serve while they were serving me mm-hmm. and, and all of us. There were like 50 people there. Um, just the, the circuitry of it and the design of it and, um, and what they have been through on their journeys to enable them to allow these experiences. I mean, the whole thing played out in front of me of like, and I was so, um, grateful. (laughs) I mean, it was beautiful and I was so grateful. And then I, um, went from that into a void. I just like kept, I went up again and it was just all dark space And then I saw these two angel wings, one on top of the other, like horizontally. Mm -hmm. And then they lifted open and I wept and wept and wept. And um, because it seemed to me what I understood from that was that that was a celestial realm and the door, the doors, the wings opened and I was like, just, I didn't even try to go into the opening because I was like, just trying, I was just like feeling that moment of like, oh my God, just instead of just like rushing in, like, oh my God. And I just remember I like put my hands on top of my head (laughs) and I was, I was just started, I just I started weeping and then Sananda started closing out the ceremony. Like right. It was like they opened and then I just knew like, if I get taken into that, I'll, I'll go. But I just was enjoying that, that these just enjoying that for a moment. And then he started closing it down and I, and I was just weeping and weeping. I was was just all this gratitude for everything, like for my journey, taking me to that point. And for you and the work that you have done with me to accelerate everything and the the work that they have done on behalf of so many people on behalf of humanity. And, um, it was, it was so, so, so incredible and profound. And I'm probably not even explaining it properly because it, a lot of it is just ineffable. It's like, I don't know how, I don't really have the language to be able to paint the picture properly, but it was deeply, deeply profound and meaningful for me. So that was really the pinnacle for, for my solstice. One of them, one of them, but a big one. Wow. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. Mm. 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 Words fail, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, and then yeah. when I got back, I tried to call you. <laughs> I was At like, two thirty in the morning, my time. <laughs> I think it might have been later than that. Uh, oh um, no, it might have been like two thirty your time, which or I think something. It, yeah, yeah, something like that. Something so, like that. 
And you were three hours ahead, but yeah. um, I did not reach you. No, <laughs> no. Um, and because meanwhile, I'm a, I'm off grid in this healing waters retreat, yeah. which is, which was, uh, um, and I was there with uh, uh, Socrates, my mm-hmm. old Sedona friend, and um, and he has this ten acre property. It's just the two of us. Um, Oh, it was just the two of you there? Just the two of us. Wait, what about Sarah? Oh, um, yeah, Sarah. Yeah, Sarah, we end up being, uh, um, it was like ships passing the night. We got close, but we didn't get a chance to. You didn't see her? Did not see Sarah. Oh, no, No, I'm sorry. No, it's okay, yeah. Um, it's kind of funny because, you know, sometimes it's like it's weird, the, the, the plans that, Best laid plans. plans, right. And, uh, you know, I'd had in my mind to go to Asheville. Mm-hmm. It's been, you know, it's on the bucket list kind of thing. So, um, you know, where I was in the, out in this, this wilderness, um, uh, in this temperate rainforest, and um, it was about an hour and a half away from, from Asheville. And it's it's pretty cool as you come down, you come down through the Smoky Mountains and going down there into the the southwest corner. Um, there's all these rock and gem shops. Oh yeah, I bet. And, okay, because uh-huh. you're we cause, saw a lot in Utah and stuff too. Okay, uh-huh. so lots of rock and gem shops. Um, and I thought you were saying <laughs> rockin'. Rock and rock and gym shop. Gym shop is so, so rocking. <laughs> but you're saying rock and, and gym. Rock and gym. <laughs> now, and rockin'. What about rockin' rock and gym shops? A, a rock, what? Rockin', rock and gym. Yeah, yeah. Rock yeah. Rockin', rock and gym shops. That's what you mean. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and, uh, the, so kind of right from that, it looks like kind of what I was kind of picking up from there, kind of going down further Southwest towards Arkansas. That's where you're going to find major crystal mineral, um, deposits. And why is that? Oh, I would have to go back to like Atlantis or yes, something like that. Yes, but just take a quick diversion. <laughs> oh, just well, you know, Atlantis falls into the sea, whatever the the that the crystals were, um, uh, let's say, dispersed um, into key locations around the the planet. Um, one of them being down in Brazil in the province of Minas Gerais, where I was born. Mm. Um, and so the two kind of largest crystal deposits are there in Brazil and, and also there in the Arkansas area. But I, I really got this, this feeling it was where they're there in that southwest corner actually connected into that same field. Okay. And, um, and uh, you know, one of the things that... that um, Socrates did. He did take me out to another spot off the property. I think it was on Tuesday, and uh, so there was this other place. I had this uh, scallion set up. She had her own like rock and gem shop <laughs> uh, with uh, 
Uh, and then like the, uh, she has a, a nice labyrinth, and and it, it leads into. It was, she had about fifteen acres there, and then there's about a two or three acre portion that is this like fairy forest. Bonkers, just. Did you see fairies? Uh, I felt them and could really? smell them. What do they smell like? I, they smell like. <laughs> hey, you know all the smells that you've ever smelled in your life, and then there's this other smell that doesn't smell like anything else that you've ever smelled before. It's a very pleasant smell. Uh-huh. Yeah. And um, it smells like that. Well, the reason that I ask specifically is because um, we were sitting in this knoll, like at the end of the trip, and like a bunch of people, and all of a sudden it just started smelling like it was either roses or jasmine, like we could, we were back and forth, but I was like, it really smells like roses just all of a sudden. And I was, I asked the people around me, I'm like, do you smell roses? And they were like, yes, why is that? And I'm like, I wonder if somebody put some lotion on or something that was, because ro- it was so strong yeah. and we were in the open air um, and there was a lot of lavender around, like not mm. right where we were, but, um, and I couldn't. I couldn't get my, I mean, it, it went on for a while and I was like, maybe somebody put lotion on and, they, and they're like, I don't think so. Like they're kind of looking around. I don't think anybody did, but so maybe it was fairies. Okay. Do they smell like a rose jasmine mix? Um, well, I, I suppose it would depend on the type of fairy. Okay. Okay. So if you've ever seen the movie Epic, okay, I don't uh, remember. where there's a, you know, this scientist is classifying them. You've got all the different classifications of different types of fairies. Oh, okay. Okay, so um, so they're going to smell a little bit different depending on which Okay. One. Yeah. Well, I want to think, is... now that you're saying this, I'm going with fairy and not roses. And this is funny because as I'm talking to the, the gal, Jill, who owns this sort of steward of this property, and um, um, and she had had... Uh, some guy, a guy, come through that it was literally traveling around the world, documenting all the different types of fairies. Really? Yeah. And she has seen them out there. Like she said, uh, looks like the 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 biggest butterfly you'd ever seen, kind of a wow. thing. And it's one of those things where they'll kind of shimmer in and out, so you kind of have to use that soft focus and just uh-huh. tune into it, and then they you'll see the materialization. Now, I didn't actually see them there. But with this other so-called fairy expert, they come through and said, well, the thing is you got like kind of all of them there because <laughs> you got some, it's like uh, you got some kind of interdimensional um, like hub airport, you know, portal <laughs> where like all the, the fairy, fairies could mix an like, animal. I'm like, oh, it's like Sedona, but yeah. uh, <laughs> But for fairies, Sedona's little, or it's whatever the Sedona equivalent for oh fairies is right I there. Love it. And um, um, but man, the and the 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 creeks are running through there, and um, um, uh, you can just you can just scoop down and pick up the thing, and you'll see little flecks of mica and um, gold flecks. Just wow, just. And then all, every almost like all the rocks are just like 
oh, that could go in a rock, and sh- that could go in a shop. That could, I mean, it's just, wow. it's just like, uh, wild. Yeah, just, just beautiful and amazing. Um, so, uh, so anyhow, this is, this is kind of, it was just, it was just me and my, my, my bro, Socrates. Um, uh, not Aristotle. Not Aristotle, no. Just Socrates. Just Socrates. Yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> He's got a beautiful story on it, mm-hmm. on his own. And so his um, birth certificate was born. His name was Scott. And then, um, uh, but when he went through his kind of awakening process in his 20s and he felt he needed to change, wanted to change his name and was really compelled and had a bunch of synchronicities all pointing to Socrates and so he changes his name, and it was after that um, that um, when he does, and his actually his dad, his dad while he was in Sedona took him into the creek and baptized him in Socrates. Really. And then he goes back. He takes his dad back to the East Coast, and when he was going through an old box of his things from his mother, he finds a uh, a letter that his mom had wrote to him while he was still in the womb. And it included, had a little pendant in there in this letter, and then this letter was how much that she loved him and hoped that, that you know the best for him, and calls him my little Socrates. Wow. Yeah. So, anyhow, that's um, um, uh, this is who I'm spending my time with, and um, um, we'd mentioned Asheville. With, the and, and and Sarah that was the other one I was supposed to connect with, mm-hmm. and um, so I was supposed to see her on uh, Sunday on the solstice, and it it's funny. So I head out and I leave this this like magic land, mm-hmm. and I'm heading into Asheville to meet her where we're supposed to meet up, and so I call her. She's like, "Okay, I'm in Asheville." she said and I'm like okay well I'm less than an hour away and um, she says like yeah I'm, I'm really wanting to get out into nature mm-hmm. and and I'm like well um, I'm just in nature you know yeah. you could have come out there to uh, I don't know if their car would have been able to get out there or anything mm-hmm. but um, so they she was headed off with a friend to go to this like waterfall park or you know state park or mm-hmm. something and um, do some hiking into in a waterfall and I said okay I'm gonna just head in I'm gonna head into Asheville and then we'll sync up afterwards I drove into Asheville went right into downtown where the supposedly it's that's the hub of the conscious community in there I drove in. I took one loop through downtown, and I'm like, I am out of here. Really? And I just went back, and yeah. And the funny thing is that Sarah had the, pretty much she had gone into Asheville, and she's like, I can't be in here. I want to be really out in out in nature. Huh. Yeah, and so there is amazing magic down there in that area. I don't know how much of it's. In the downtown. In the, in the city of Asheville itself. Yeah. But I at least had to... Check it out. Check, check it out. So that was my that was my actual solstice day was to... Mm. Yeah, to drive 
an hour and a half into Asheville, turn right around, really? and then, then come right back out. That's yeah. kind of a shame. Um, no, not really. Okay. No, it's just what it was meant to be. Okay. And um, so, aside from not getting to connect with Sarah, right? Yeah, yeah. but um, um, but we had fun just being near. Each yeah. Other. <laughs> and uh, and it and it just turned out she was having some really quality time with the friend that she was with, and I was mm-hmm. having really quality time with. Socrates, and I think that was actually more, that was actually what the universe had in yeah. store. Mm-hmm. And um, so that's that's how it ended up for us. Okay. So. so do you have any, uh, any stories from, I mean, of your experiences from there? Well, I did have this, uh, the kind of, Actually, kind of initiator, kind of something that happened that was appropriate to being at this like healing waters place. So I had a really, I had a, I had a profound healing experience while I was there. You did. I did. And this was with something that um, uh, this is an injury I got while jeeping mm-hmm. that has back in Sedona and it's been over a year and a half that this has plagued me mm-hmm. and to the point where I'm like wow at some point I'm just gonna have to have surgery on this really yeah yeah I'm not sure if I've ever shared this with you before is it your back no no then no um it is a splinter I you had, thought you'd have to have surgery on a splinter? Okay, so here's the thing. <laughs> I got a splinter and into my pinky finger. This sounds tragic. This is very, very significant, uh-huh. very profound healing experience. Um, over a year and a half ago. Now, it flares up about once a month and gets really swollen and it hurts. Mm-hmm. Okay, but... Um, and I've tried to dig dig it out and cut it open a number of times. It's and it just kind of calluses over, and, mm-hmm. um, and mostly just been on it's been on the annoying side, and then sometimes it's on the painful side. Okay, it's one of these little things. Mm-hmm. It's a little thing, but it goes on for a long time. Yeah. Okay, and just becomes eh, right. It's like the thorn in the paw. paw. Yeah. Yes, the thorn in the lion's paw. Uh huh. And um, so it was flaring up on on Monday mm-hmm. and um, so I happen to mention it to Socrates mm-hmm. I say man I got this this thing you know and I was trying to trim you know trim away some of the cows or something and I, I just tell him about it he says oh you know that happened to me once and um, he shows me his thumb he says yeah I got a piece of glass that was stuck in my thumb. He says it took years. He says years later, it finally worked away. Somehow that it went up the bone or something, and it came Ew. out the tip of his Ew. finger. And it, but it left a left a scar there. And he showed me. He says it did come out, but it after years in there. Oh my gosh! And I was like, huh? Fascinating. Okay. <laughs> 
So that was on Monday. Then the next day, we go out to the Fairy Forest, and we come back then to the Healing Waters place. And and uh, um, and Socrates, he ran up, um, um, he ran up to the garden. I think to check on the blueberries or something like that. And I'm sitting there, and uh, I was just kind of getting the fire ready. And uh, and I look, I look down at my my pinky. And I, I see a little dark speck. I sat down, I looked at it really closely, and I look at it, and sure enough, it's actually there's this splinter that's working that's coming out. Oh my gosh. And I was it I it was just it broken up up out of the surface of the skin and was just a tip where I could grab a hold of it with my finger fingers or fingernails, whatever, and I just pulled it right out. And it was it was like an eighth of an inch long, at least. And boom, it came. It was is out. Oh my gosh! Right. Wow. What are the odds? Yeah. Now that was just something really really simple. Mm-hmm. Um, the two things that I th- that, that come that, that are of greater importance, I believe, than you know a splinter, mm-hmm. is is why did that. You know, why did that, that happen? Um, certainly, let's say, oh, okay, I was in a, 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 a this, this tree surrounded by creeks and running waters and all conducive to the body healing itself. But also the importance of Socrates sharing that little story. Mm. Because in my mind, all right, that <clears throat> a splinter will work its way out within a week or two after you get it. Yeah. And so his story changed my belief. Oh, wow. And as soon as my belief changed that this, that, you know, a year and a half later that my body could still heal itself. Yeah. That made all the difference. Wow. So the power of... Belief. Now, I don't even know how many times I've preached that message. Yeah. All right. So, hey, time to put into practice, Michael, what you might have been saying. And there it was. I didn't even know that I had such a limiting belief that was acting as the obstacle or the inhibitor to this finger healing. Yeah. And then there it does. Um, sort of, sort of begs the question of, geez, what other limiting beliefs might I be having that, yeah, that just need to be toggled or switched or right, you know, or dropped entirely, or corrected into what is really true, yeah, and then what kind of instant manifestations might materialize out of that yeah a great question um the other thing is the um that this planner comes out and sock comes down and i show it to him and um and um the a whole chi levels of my body went skyrocketed really 
And so all of a sudden I'm feeling this flow state like I that's incredibly sublime. And then we get this this massive thunderstorm comes in and starts ripping all the way through these canyons. And it was like the it was I've never heard thunder like this before where it was felt like I I turned I to to, to Sokka, I says I think the sky is just now unzipping. Wow. And so and uh, and Socrates says, he says, um, <laughs> uh, uh, he says, he says, God bless the waters of these lands that they may flow out and bless the rest of this earth. And instantly this lightning bolt comes shut, shoots right down into the canyon. Yeah, right into the, to the, to the water, the, the waterhead shed thing. Um, and then another bolt doesn't actually hit the ground, just strikes in the air directly above um, the ho- our house and lights the whole thing up and, yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> right. Wow. Yeah. So. Amazing. Yeah. Just a little splinter and then whoosh yeah it was holding a whole dam oh, damn. I, I know <laughs> i know i knew it was just that little thing oh, wow wow well thank you for sharing that that's amazing so were you there at the healing waters center the whole time while you were gone or did you also go camping no, I ended up being, I can't, right there. I, okay. I, I ended up like, and I ended up telling Socrates, I was like, I had in mind. So I was like, I'm going to go, I'm going to hang out with you, and then I want to go. I'm like, actually, you got the most epic camping spot in the, yeah. you know. So, um, yeah, I just pulled my, my car up there and got my, all my stuff out, and mm-hmm. you know, and I, I, you know, I just camped it right there by the fire pit next to the creek, and mm-hmm. and that was my yeah. Yeah. Afterwards, I was like, no, no I don't need to go. Right. Camping. Yeah. Mm. I, I got my camping fix in. Yeah. So. Wow. Well. Wow. So that's that's a couple of big experiences, and I know that there's others. Yeah. Uh, for both of us. Mm-hmm. Um. But some highlights. Yes. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing with, I mean, some, I was, I really wasn't sure if I should even share my story because some things it is nice to keep sacred, you know? So, mm-hmm. um, but I, I feel that just like your splinter story, you know, by, hearing the possibilities or, or, you know, hearing, I mean, so often you have given experiences or shared, you know, things that are so out of this world and it, it's so expansive to hear them. And it's like, Oh, mm-hmm. that can happen that you could, you could experience that. You could experience yourself like that. You know, you talked about the activation of your high heart in our very first episode together, mm-hmm. which um, if, if saying to the listeners, if you haven't heard that one or you haven't heard it for a while, there is 
a ton of wonderful information in there. And, uh, and I love going back and listening to that. Um, but you talked about the activation of your own high heart and, um, and I, you know, I remember hearing that you had this big surge and it, you know, took out a transformer or tra- what do you call it? Like, yeah, yeah. and it's like, what? That is a thing, <laughs> you know, but you hear about these things and then it, it, it creates its own opening within you as a listener too. So it's that, it's that balance of like wanting to offer that, um, and holding something sacred too. So, yeah, I think, you know, uh, in my own experience, experiences I don't want to speak for you but mm-hmm. it's kind of the um as you're sharing what you did uh the golden bubbles mm-hmm. uh, bobbles I'm sorry yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, which uh, I absolutely love um uh, and then the uh, the void experience and then what comes from that um with the wings but um hmm. um and you mentioned or you mentioned that the gratitude and it's this then and it's tough to s- speak of these experiences some because they are so uh sacred um uh, that there's it, i know at least for me it's this moment of being so incredibly honored and so incredibly humbled yeah at the same time yeah and the just to bear witness to have this that experience at all is yeah is and, and you know it's a it's a you know it's a it's a knock you to your knees kind of uh, fall prostrate kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, I had people, because as I mentioned, this was right at the end of the ceremony. I mean, I can't remember if he started closing it out. And I think I had already kind of started crying. And then like when they went into the last song, it was like full blown weeping. But I had people like coming and hugging me and like, you know, comf- comforting me, you know, and and there were a lot of people who were going through a lot of really painful things. So I, you know, didn't want to be like, no, this is bliss, <laughs> you know. Um, but it was like, you know, it, it it's it it does it brings you to your knees. I mean, I I was weeping and weeping and weeping it was so so beautiful and so much gratitude um for for everything but um yeah I love that humble it's very humbling and and honoring and yeah well thank Um, you again for sharing that yeah likewise yeah well many blessings to you, Kara. Thank you. Um, uh, to you, the listener, to all of us. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm certainly looking forward to um, what's to unfold. Yeah. Where, 
at the midway point of the year. So right. we're not, you know, we're not done yet. Right. And right. we've got a lot more to come um, uh, as we roll up to the the equinox and then to the winter solstice, which is looking to be spectacular. Yeah. And we had I had a, a message from somebody a few days ago and they and she was saying uh is something going on because you know I woke up and my daughter woke up today and we feel like we're in a life simulator which I thought was amazing I mean what a great way to express you know but there are profound energies going on right now with you know with the solstice um so you know it, it's wonderful to hear Every, everybody's experiences and everybody's versions of what's going on. Um, and you mentioned the equinox. You and I are going to be hosting a retreat mm-hmm. for the equinox here in Indiana. So um, keep your eyes out for that. But especially coming back from, you know, both of us having spent the solstice in such profound energies. And, you know, I think we've both come back. I know, like, I have... I guess I'll speak for myself because you and I are just kind of reconnecting (laughs) after being apart for a while. Um, But some really big things have come through as far as like what to, what to bring through for this retreat and how it will be of the highest service for the participants. So um, I hope that you will join us. And like we've said that just the sharing of these of these things is it it is helpful for all of us to share and to hear what is happening with other people and and uh, it activates things within us so with that being said you know please do share this episode and allow others to be able to be activated from um and, and trigger some things within them as well so thank you michael thank you for sharing your beautiful light always And thank you for listening, and I look forward to the next meditation conversation.